0: Bye. Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at LuckyMojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt of PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co host Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjureman Ali of TheConjureman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Reworkers, Miss Mike Hill of HoodooFoundry.com in Willits, California. Bring us today's topic on political magic and new thoughts. Part 2. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or rootwork as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooist of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening. But if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com and calls into the show, then we'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment. But first, let's catch up with our co-host, Miss Cat, and conjureman Ali. Miss Cat.
1: Well, hello, Papa Newt. How are you today?
0: Oh, it's been a busy day, but I am well. I am well, Miss Cat
1: i have been following your posts on Facebook when I logged in, and it it looks like there's some um very colorful doings out there in uh Omaha. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were just doing' because it looked great
0: certainly um we, every every year there is a uh the Omaha Healing Arts Center um downtown Omaha the ohm center uh sponsors uh, a group of Tibetan monks to come and do uh, performance uh, ceremonies, perform ceremonies in different traditions. And during this time, too, when they're here, they had two weeks where they were creating a sand mandala, which is a, a very time tedious process, but yet it's a very meditative process. And they made this beautiful image. And today was the last day, so they did the ceremony of... Uh, breaking down the, the the image and all the prayers, and we got to collect a little bit of the uh, sand at the end, too.
1: Wow. How oh, cool. Hmm. And you take the sand home with you then for empowerment? Yeah,
0: exactly. And there's some sands from other mandalas um, that are like this. We have a little bit from this mandala, which had you know, a thousand monks sat chanting, and this one from when there's 10,000 monks chanting and mixed in with what they had here today.
1: Wow, how cool is that! I love that okay. tradition, and um, I, I know that um, they've done the same thing in San Francisco, and I've seen it there. Um, it's really amazing. If you ever have a chance, folks, to see Tibetan monks make a beautiful sand mandala uh, and then take it down, it's um, it's really worth. It. it is a great experience. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for t- talking about that. I know people think of Omaha, Nebraska, as like the backwater you know, of the world, but it is not. And I also wanted to thank you for posting um, earlier in the week a video from a, from a series called Nebraska Stories about the town of, of DeWitty, Nebraska. Uh, it was a wonderful short documentary. I picked it up and used it in my student group for uh, a section called Your African American Video of the Day because it's a wonderful piece of history. If anybody is not a member of my student group, just go to YouTube and put in Nebraska Stories, DeWitty, D-E, capital W-I-T-T-Y, uh, and that was courtesy
0: of the Great Plains History, uh, the Great Plains Black History Museum here in Omaha that shared that uh, that video too. Oh, the Great
1: Plains course, Black well. History yeah. Museum. See what I? What I'm telling you guys, Omaha is multiculturally and <laughs> em- warm, embracing and diverse. Yeah, it was really good. Miss Athena in the chat room, hello. She says that was a great video about Dewittie. Certainly was, and. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. I also want to say hi to a lot of people in the chat. We have um, Cousin Joshua, Domestic, and and uh, Miss Reese, Reverend Dr. Sweet, Alchemical Artisans Hour. So hi, all, and nice to see you here. So uh, I want to just tell you briefly what I've been up to. I've been up to making business cards, okay, so um, I... Shiva and I just spent the whole last week typesetting business cards, which for me is one of those things. Um, Business cards are even smaller than trading cards. (laughs) And the question is, is a business card a carte de visite, or is the business card an ad, and can it be both? And so I will be teaching a workshop on business, the business of being a psychic, being a mystic, being a root worker, being a counsellor and what to put on your business card and what not to. And uh so I have been designing business cards. We have so many of them out now at VistaPrint, I've even lost track of them all and what their due dates are, but they're all gonna be back in time and I'm gonna dust them all at the workshop and everyone's gonna get like a whole like a whole hand, playing card hand of business card. Now, if you're going to come, if you all are going to come to the festival, remember the the Hoodoo Heritage Festival, the last one that I personally am hosting here on my lawn, that will be May 11th and 12th. And if you are coming to the festival and you are going to be there on Sunday, you will bring your business cards. Or I will have to give you a little stack of post-its, and you're just going to have to write your name pathetically on about... 20 or 50 postcards, <laughs> right? So get your business cards because this is a workshop on how to be a professional reader and root worker in an effective way. All right. Well, having said that, I'm going to uh, say hello to my wonderful co-host, Conjurman Ali. How are you today?
2: Hello. I am doing well. Uh, people are in in for a treat at that workshop, learning how to become a professional Reader, with you leading them, um, they, they can they can hear a hint of your perfect blend of of, of, of conjure advice, but also very down to earth practical advice. When you said if you don't bring your business cards, you're gonna have to write your name <laughs> pathetically on a post-it note, and I'm like, that is, that is such good advice right there. A reminder: get your business cards, people, if you're gonna be a professional. <laughs>
1: right, right. right. Well, there's a there's a certain um, a faction of the metaphysical world that you know believes that charging money is a bad thing. So you're paying for right. your business card, so you already mm-hmm. lost money. So, uh, but if you but if you want to on your business card, you don't have to sell something, but you do want to give people instructions
0: exactly. instructions
1: on how to contact you. So that's another factor in the business card. Even if you did everything for free, you'd have to put your phone number up. So all That's right, true. well <laughs> Yep, we want to avoid those pathetic post-its. All no right. posters. All right, well please <laughs> today we have one of our favorite guests, the lovely, delightful and kittenish Miss Michael of Willits, California. So welcome to the show one more time, cool. Miss Michael. Welcome, welcome. Hello again. It's good to be back. Am I
3: oh, is, speaking
1: so, English? <laughs> yes, you. Yes, you are. Yep, your phone connection is good now. We had a we had a, a few tense minutes before the show went live when all of a sudden her phone turned into jello. But it yes. all better now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Michael is bringing us one of those um I don't know what you would call them, stereotypical closing to a panel that becomes the actual new panel. So a lot of times we have a panel discussion. At the end we go, oh, my God, we've run out of time. This is so good. We should do part two. Well, folks, Uh we actually are doing a part two. And this is political magic and new thought part two. Now, Uh I want to just give a little introduction to this. First of all, you're going to go political magic, what's that? New thought, what's Mm -hmm. that? Half the people, when they see or hear the word New Thought, they think New Age, and they're going, I don't get that. Uh, but it isn't New Age. New Thought is mm-hmm. a um, a spiritual movement that began in the 1840s, 1850s, kind of really reached a, a, a rampaging crescendo uh, in the early 1900s mm-hmm. up through the 1920s, yeah. and is still with us today. Anybody who's in New Thought said, why did you have to bother to explain that? Anyone who's not in New Thought will go, what is she talking about? What I'm talking about is a religious context, which can be a religion in and of itself or a denomination of another religion or a co-conspiratorial religion within any other religion or with any other religion. New Thought, the idea is that we create our own reality, there we in some way, interact with the cosmos, the universe, the divine, going down the scale of you know cosmic beings, angels, archangels, angels, the deceased, whatever. But we we have a say in our future through affirmative prayer, through positive belief. Uh, some of the books associated with New Thought that people always remember is. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, The Secret, and Mm -hmm. there are many other books. Um, As a Man Thinketh uh, was probably one of the very earliest. So that's what New Thought is. Now we have also political magic. Now this is a topic we've dealt with before but without New Thought. Political magic um, is magic done for the political good of the recipient or a community or a group. It might involve... um, turning the um, cops sweet instead of mean. It might mean that the mean mm-hmm. cops have to get retired real quick. It might mean getting someone out of jail who has been unjustly accused. It might be getting the vote out. Now, the next thing is, what's the connection between political magic and the New Thought Movement? Now I don't know what Miss McHale is going to say. We don't rehearse this, but I'm going to give you just my little perspective on it. One of the most important parts of the New Thought movement, politically speaking, was its commitment to suffrage, which is to say voting rights. and Mm -hmm. Female voting rights, um, voting rights for people of all races, the lowering Mm -hmm. of the voting age, all of these are part of the legacy of the New Thought movement, which had a number of female leaders, I might add, and a number of leaders who were people of color in Mm -hmm. the early days. So, now, having introduced that to all of the people who have tuned into the show for the first time and had no idea what we were going to talk about, and I had no idea what Miss McKinley is going to talk about. Let me turn it over to Miss Michael. Take it away. Okay. Well, I noticed a picture of William Walker Atkinson is the
3: uh the photo carousel for this show. But uh what I what drew my attention was the work of Wallace D. Waddles, who was mm-hmm. a Methodist minister. Oh my minister. gosh, Wallace yes.
1: Waddles. Oh my God, The man with uh-huh. the funniest name. That guy was intense.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, it,
3: it, it, I, I'll listen to anything you want to hear, want to say about Wallace D. Waddles. But uh, before, I believe. He had a funny
2: before, looking Napoleon, face. Yeah, very, yeah. Long, very gaunt and long looking. <laughs> <And> very <laughs> tall and skinny.
3: And uh, around the. Now, Think and Grow Rich came out in 1910.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: it was around that time that uh, Wallace D. Waddles wrote the Science of Getting Rich, which was not about not so much about becoming personally wealthy yourself, not becoming thinking your way into millions of dollars, but much mm-hmm. more about wealth redistribution.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was actually a Christian socialist. And there's a, he's uh, discussed in a lovely book called Occult America, mm-hmm. which you can get as an e-book. Uh, and it says he wanted the occult powers of the soul to serve a different end than worldly gain. Uh, he didn't eschew new thoughts, emphasis on wealth building. Uh, but, oh, uh, Science of Getting Rich came out the same year as Napoleon Hill's book.
1: But Mm -hmm. there was
3: a critical difference in his approach. Uh, Waddles believed in using mind power to wipe away the barons of industry and overthrow the prevailing social order. And that is the root, the deepest and broadest root Mm -hmm. of political magic, in my view. Um, And, oh, while I was researching that and looking up more about uh, William Waddles and Christian socialism, I ran across a book I want to read called *The People's Republic of Walmart*, <laughs> which the Amazon page describes as "Democratic economic planning in the interest of all humanity is more important and closer to attainment than ever before." Okay, Waddles also wrote. Waddles also wrote about. Oh, and one thing that uh, Waddle said, let's see, I got three pages of notes here. Um, He said at one point that uh, when socialism has arrived, when we have brought about socialism by our affirmative prayers and our our changes in thinking, uh, those who are now Property, propertyless and landless will have beautiful homes. They will have horses and carriages and cars. They will have paintings and statuary. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just you just go look into any uh, any apartment inhabited by someone who is making better than food stamp money, mm-hmm. and you will see paintings on the wall. Yeah, they're prints. Okay. Mm-hmm. You will see a car in the parking space. You mm-hmm. will see little figurines. You will see televisions, moving pictures, and sound.
1: Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm.
3: not limited to one. T- things that Wallace Waddle would have had to pick off his jaw off the floor to see. That's and those right. are pretty much standard. 95% of the people in the U.S. own cell phones now.
1: Yeah. You know, that's that's you know, that's a, a very important point about him as opposed to someone like Napoleon Hill. He really never got rich. His his in that sense, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense of being right. a, uh, a greed head is what I would call them. His idea mm-hmm. was that we should yeah. all have a comfortable life, and that mm-hmm. that the universe had basically enough material in it. All that we needed Mm -hmm. to do was pray for that material to be equitably distributed and redistributed so that everyone Mm -hmm. had enough calories to live on and enough beauty to surround themselves with. It's a simple prayer, and um, he really kind of led the way in that. I mean, this is not um, internal self-help or self-work. This is work for the good of all. So, contrary, I, heard you, I heard you in the background affirming some of these things. Give us your take on it.
2: Yeah, I think one of the important components of, of, of New Thought is that, in particular now, we see people think of New Thought, New Thought as a form of self-improvement, um, mm-hmm. and, and in terms of, of self-work, right, improving, mm-hmm. doing kind of internal work. But at its core, uh, there is an understanding, particularly because New Thought is influenced so heavily Uh, by by sort of Western attempts to understand Eastern philosophy. So this is the era in which people are are looking to Hinduism and Buddhism uh, and kind of fusing it with ideas of Christianity, mystical Christianity, uh, Jewish Kabbalah, etc. And so what we find is is Emerson did that. Right, and less about, oh, let's just improve the self, but also an understanding that the material conditions of the world can be improved through internal discipline of some sort. And that internal discipline is usually defined as prayer work, positive thinking, laws of attraction, so on and so forth. But there is this very strong idea that the material conditions of the world can be improved, and in particular the communities you work for. This is why the Thought movement was so deeply involved in the suffragette movement, so deeply involved in the civil rights, and very much involved in the anti-war movement, the hippies and uh, the anti-Vietnam movement very much drew uh, a strong contingent of New Thought people. But people might ask, like, does this have anything to do with Hoodoo? And the answer is yes, namely because a lot of root doctors, even before Hoodoo and and, and New Thought kind of converged, because they do. The 20th century, you see a lot of root doctors being exposed to new thought ideas and adopting them into their practice but even before that you often found root doctors working for their communities and not just for let me help you get that person back let me make sure uh, you know you got money but also doing work in regards to dealing with the cops it was the root worker that was the mediator between the commu- the black community and the white community. And this often involved a level of political magic, influencing the sheriff, influencing the local magistrate, influencing the local uh, uh, judge. Even in some regards, we have have some very old accounts of uh, mayors who would hire root doctors in order to help them get reelected into office. You know, I don't really believe in that stuff, but just to dot the I's and you know, cross the T. Make sure that mm-hmm. the root doctor root is the Yeah, I wonder what side. kind
3: of spell instructions those mayors were given.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So you, there Both. is a very <laughs> yeah, there's a very old tradition here that exists within Hoodoo, and then this converges into the New Thought movement, and we start to see the large communities of 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 affirm praying, doing affirmative prayer. And one of the keys to understanding this work is that it is communal. You can do individual work, right, to improve do prayer work and whatnot but more often than not it was about making creating communities of prayer so people would get together and pray i remember quite famously what was it they tried to uh, meditate war away at one point right everyone got together and they were like we're going to try to end war by praying it away together and we might mm-hmm. stop about this and oh this is idealistic but it fails that people who kind of scoff don't understand what's happening there. You're creating a community of prayer, and a community of prayer is really powerful. Just ask the right who uses communities of prayer as attacking people. They pray for their candidates all the time, and, and it's something that they, they use within their communities. But prayer, you know, prayer circles, affirmative prayer circles are something that I think we should also reinvigorate and recreate uh, in the communities working on the so-called left, if you will for social activism, social justice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I agree with all of that. And I think also, I, I just posted, the water supply in Flint, Michigan, which Nagashiva posted exactly. a picture of in conjunction yeah. with this show. Yeah. Um, you know, there is something that needs prayer. The healing yeah. of, of people who have suffered um, and are not getting any kind of exactly. reparations. The... the um, Softening of the hard hearts of the greedy ones who run this country so that they will allocate mm-hmm. money for the restoration of places that their own greed has helped destroy mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so Ms McKell just posted uh, uh you know conservatives, you group prayer for their candidates all the time, and <laughs> let's go balaam on them. Well, that's the thing. we do pray, and we need to pray. We need to set lights for social justice. We're coming up in a new cycle. We've seen what this cycle has produced, folks. Yeah. It's just been insanity. And um, all of those of you who prayed for President Trump's head to explode are certainly watching it happen in slow motion. I mean, <laughs> I mean the man can't put two words together anymore that makes sense. But um, but he's still there. He's still in power. to look the oranges of these developments. Yes, right. But we need to we need to get around we need to get around um, our agendas and what we want to see done justice and and cooperation and not just this kind of hard, angry social justice warrior attitude, but the attitude of cooperation, friendly outreach, mm-hmm. and helping one another. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, an injury to one is an injury to all, and yeah. um, yes. the 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 wealth and health of All is what we require. So when we talk about doing magic spells for this, um, many people immediately go to a candle. Um, I also tend to immediately go to a crystal ball and the Crystal Silence League. So I'd like to just Mm -hmm. throw in a little note for the Crystal Silence League. This was founded by Claude Alexander Conlon around 1919. The current leader of the Crystal Silence League, as such, is John St. Germain. Uh, the voice of the Crystal Silence League and he has a radio show on this and um I'm sure Sheba will post the time and date of the radio show. And um uh, and it's weekly. And uh Conlin um was a great believer in shared prayer and he used yeah. the crystal ball to reinforce and um and push that idea out. There are other ways that you can share a thought And um, another one is to send things, presents to people in the mail. Mm -hmm. And in every Mm -hmm. present that you send, you know, put something. Now, we used to have when I was a kid, you'd get these free stamps. They would be like the stamps for the Easter Seals polio, that would be the stamps for the veterans of foreign wars, or whatever, and they would send them to you for free, but if you donated a buck, you felt better about taking your sheet of these free mm-hmm. stamps. And people used to use these stamps to seal their envelopes, to show their political thought. Now people mm-hmm. don't actually use mail the way they used to, and so they don't need those little decorative stamps that show their political outreach thought. But think about when you send email, one of the first things your email program allows you to do is put up what's called a sig line or a signature block. Mm-hmm. Why not add something to your signature block? It yeah. doesn't have to be like vote Bernie Sanders. You know, it it could be something a little less blatant than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, if that's the way you feel, go for it. Um, but, my you husband you...
3: wanted my husband wanted me to to mention that. Uh, the, one, the latest Democratic candidate, Pete Buttigieg, is himself political magic. Mm-hmm. So I'm going mm-hmm. to post his name in the chat in the chat room. It's B-U-T-T-I-G-I-E-G. Everybody Google that. Also, Google craftivism. Send gifts to those in power, and mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's a perfect vehicle
3: for magic spells.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I love to look at the ways that things used to be done and how we can do them now given our more electronic ways of working. People used mm. to take out a little ads in the newspaper, you know, for what they thought believed wanted to to see propagated. Again, if you have a website, can you devote a corner of your website to just put a little message in, you know, just um mm-hmm. hey, a little link to Robert Reich's Facebook feed, whatever, you know. um, He's putting out good stuff all the time on social justice, all the time. I mean, that man is tireless and has a staff of people to help him. Mm -hmm. And um, just, you know, put that on your page and say, while you're here, check this out. This is what I believe. It'll help sort your clients and customers. You won't get those evil-hearted, nasty customers anymore because anybody Mm who will a, a look at Robert Reich's videos. Is going to be a kind-hearted person.
2: Well, you know, it's it's you know I'm a big fan of of laying out powders, and people don't often think about laying out powders as influencing mm-hmm. places, but you can if you're going to meet, you know, with a. With a town hall, or you're going to meet with the local city council, you can you can lay out powders before you go. You can go into a room mm-hmm. and lay out powders. You can lay out powders if you're going on a protest, uh, mixing it with a little dirt. These are really really powerful uh, ways of of. Um, Influencing people and and helping in regards to political activism, magic, but also remember one of the core principles of New Thought when it comes to this type of work is the idea that if you bless others, you, you in turn also receive blessings. That it is a sort of symbiotic relationship here. That that blessing a community means you yourself are blessed, and it comes out of the idea that scarcity is an illusion. You know this, this is why the kind of socialist component here is, is quite strong in New Thought. That that blessings are enough to go around for everybody. And if you are sending out blessings, you yourself are also receiving them. So when it comes to political magic, think of uplifting, think of, of helping, think of improving... More than cursing, crossing, blocking, freezing, etc. That's not to say you can't do those things. You certainly can. You can freeze up bad political opponents. You can shut the tongue up of liars and all that. Those are perfectly valid ways of working. But in the new thought tradition, the idea is that the vibe that you send out is also the vibe that you get back in which is why mm-hmm. a lot of new, new Thought political activism is about uplifting the community. For as the mm-hmm. community is uplifted, yeah. so too are you uplifted.
3: Okay. But One thing I always say is that in the army of the Lord, I'm a cook. New Thought teaches us that everybody needs to learn to cook.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Well, I I agree too, that New Thought um, it really does focus, and if you read um, uh, Claude Conlon's writings, especially we've just uh, reprinted mm-hmm. them, uh, it's called Secrets of the Crystal Silence League. And if you read what he says, it's so practical. It really is practical. He, he just tells you how to pray for and ask for good on behalf of everybody, harmony, uh, self-confidence, um, the right to live, very simple prayers that anyone can make. And you can um uh and give them some what we might call mm-hmm. folkloric folk magic power. Nagashiva mm-hmm. mentioned incense, uh, oil on your hands. Why not? Why not uh, Compound for yourself something of herbs that deal with justice. Make yourself a little infused oil. Put that on your hands and everyone's hand you shake. Look them in the eye and and yeah. uh, let them know that justice is on the way and they can join mm-hmm. yeah. the big parade. You know that's that's going mm-hmm. forward back to democracy and away from mm-hmm. dictatorship. Something and this just is occurred also... to me.
3: Uh, Roosevelt's Four Freedoms. Google mm-hmm. that and include that in your prayers. And if you can mm-hmm. chance in public prayers.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah, and yeah, you know one of the, the ways Yeah, certainly uh, public prayers is something else too. There are those among us, those who listen to this show, those who are um students okay. of mine who have their own YouTube um, videos. Mm-hmm. Add something in your YouTube video. Make a public prayer. Make a statement. Don't hide behind a bushel and you know and be and be a quiet. Oh, I'm I'm mm-hmm. heavily mystical, but I'm I'm passive and inactive socially. No, this work, root work, is is really for the good of the community and the good of individuals. And you should come out and say it. If you have a radio show like ours, I've never been afraid to say it, and you can. Uh, You know people who, you know, oh, I'm going to do that super hot video on these, you know, candle spell or whatever. But talk about something having to do with democracy every time you do it. Just just the word democracy is already a stand for something and against mm -hmm. something horrible.
2: If your root work is disconnected from the community and your root work is disconnected from the good of the community, then you are doing something wrong. I'm sorry. I'm going to be blunt and just say it. Root work is more than just lighting candles for love and money. It is those things. But it is, if it is not intimately linked to a community, you I don't know what you're doing. The kind of notion of a solitary worker, that's a very... White America thing. It's a very kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes out of yeah. out of this disconnected. Oh, I'm gonna do this stuff at my altar, and I'm gonna find my my soulmate. But you know, look at just look at the products that are available at spiritual supply shop. Why do you think that there's a whole line dedicated to influence? A whole line dedicated to court case because there is this very communal yep. component of, of, of root work. And if your root work is disconnected from that society component, that component of, hey, let me help the poor and the hungry and the needy. Let me help out my society. Let me help out the country that I live in, the government that I'm you know, in. Like, then you're missing something there. And, and And that's an essential component. That doesn't mean you need to be sitting there lighting candles every single day for a president or a senator, but it does mean you need to be connected to the needs of your people the needs of the people around you, and it could be virtually, and it can be literally, whichever way your people exist, you need to be connected and in tune with their needs, helping to uplift, helping to provide, helping to work towards. Um, are you are you helping that person who needs to mediate with the state or or the city? Are you helping with that ordinance? Are you making sure that people are getting good education or access to things, basic things like clean water? And if the answer is no, you, you are missing something very important from the root work. You may be dabbling. You may be doing solitary stuff. You may be even role-playing, but you are missing out on the conjure, the roots of the root work, if you will. And one of the ways to... you can re. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say one of the ways you can connect in that way is by social workers of the past, you know, great justice workers of the past. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're doing, if you don't, you can't go to a, con- if you can't go to that protest, if you can't go to that vote, if you can't lay out powders, if you can't light candles, then you need to start working with the spiritual ancestors that have done this work, the yep. justice workers of the past. They'll help guide your prayers and help guide the work that you do
1: that's really that's really important working with the spiritual justice ancestors and mm-hmm. i'm i know i I've just put together a, a couple of things and Nagashiva did too um just judge king mm. solomon wisdom
3: uh, right. peace clarity
1: there's a there's a world peace um oil that Nagashiva mm-hmm. has uh-huh. designed and um then uh, some of the herbs and roots might be calamus and licorice, Solomon's seal root, John the Conqueror, Queen Elizabeth root, bay leaf, althea leaf, um, and there's others. Self heal. There's a bunch that come to mind. Depending on how you want to focus it, do you want to expose um, wrongdoing or do you want to uphold the weak? There's you would tune your herbal mix. The you know depending on what you want to do. Some of us just get angry. And some of us want to heal, and some want to do both. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you all know that there's herbs for everything. Go to Hoodoo at a Glance. Um, Mm -hmm. That would be LuckyMojo.com slash Hoodoo at a Glance. And that will give you a list of herbs and roots and what they are used for. It's free. If you want to buy my book, uh, Hoodoo, Urban Root Magic, you can read the whole thing, and you'll end up, you know, with... 500 herbs and 750 spells, and you'll learn a lot. But if you want just to taste it for free, go to hoodooataglands.html. That is part of the Lucky Mojo free outreach goods. Also, at the Lucky Mojo forum, which is forum.luckymojo.com, there is a some threads on political uh, work, mm-hmm. including work against deportation, work for uh, people yes. who want to get their um, legal papers set up, people who want to get their criminal records that were unjust, expunged. Um, there's a lot of different threads at the forum on these different aspects of restorative justice. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh,
3: and speaking of Restorative Justice, Uh, uh, Ralph Waldo Trine, T-R-I-N-E, published a very influential, at the time, New Thought book called In Tune with the Infinite. Most of the ideas you will find familiar from later works. Uh, But he also wrote a book called In the Land of Living Men, which was about taking back the political system. Hmm. Wow. And... This was when the referendum and initiative movement was just gathering steam in the U S the last state to uh, add the initiative process whereby anybody could submit something to the ballot was, I can't remember which state I think it was Massachusetts. No Montana. Anyway, a state beginning with M, in 1992, um, and his book came out in 1910. He says we have to make referendum and initiative available to every voter so that wow. every voter can break down, can take, basically take the money, power of money out of politics and make bribery impossible because you can't bribe hundreds of thousands of
1: voters. Right. Well, now, there is something here, and I want to really quickly get to this. Uh, One of the problems, and I'm going to use Brexit as an example, because Mm -hmm. it's always on my mind. Brexit's always on Mm -hmm. my mind. Okay, sorry, it's a song. Um, uh, uh, That is a referendum. Looked good on paper. Let's do this referendum. Well, meanwhile, there was horrible false advertising, false promises, and people are in some cases not willing to educate themselves, and they go with their emotion, they see an ad, it has that grim music playing, and they're going to vote for Brexit, they did the wrong Mm -hmm. thing, they made a mistake. Mm -hmm. So another component of political magic is to get the truth out there and to get the liars exposed, okay, the liars have to be exposed. That's it. Okay, we're out of time, but that was good, and we got in a lot more about New Thought this time than last time, and the role of the New Thought movement in political justice magic. All right, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt.
0: The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo were Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, Ms. Michael, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down home contra remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through blog, talk radio, or via telephone by dialing 818 394 8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the form, Please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Pauvin, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. And now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling in from area code in Albany, Georgia. This is Alicia. Alicia, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the show. And I see Hi. that you are a first-time caller, and thank you for impressing us with your situation today. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, I see that you have not had any readings with Ms. Cat or Contraband Ali, but you did have a, a discussion with your great-uncle a couple months ago, but it was in the, a formal reading, as you were saying. Is that correct?
3: Yes, yeah, that's right.
0: Thank you. And she writes, I want to know about my love life, or lack thereof, and how to turn things around for me. Turn it back to you, Miss Cash.
1: Wow. Well, that's a very simple question, so I'm <laughs> going to try to get focused in on it because uh, – you know, seven billion people in the world, and at least a good ten thousand of them are named Alicia. So I'd like to know just a little bit more about you. So, um, can you tell me what sign of the zodiac you are? I am a Scorpio. Scorpio. Okay. Well, you shouldn't be lacking for a love life. And um, about about how old are you? You don't need to give me the exact date if you don't want, but about how old are you? I'm twenty-eight. 28. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. There goes uh there 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 goes um Ali going. Mm. Yep. Um so has anyone ever told you about the Saturn return? Does anyone does that ring um, a bell?
3: Yes ma'am, I hear a lot when I'm listening to the show. Yeah, okay. You know,
1: <laughs> I'm going to just I'm just going to make a little side note here. We get if you took all the ages of all the people who listen to our show and all the ages of all the people who were interested in African American folk magic and all the ages of all the people who wanted love and averaged them out, it would not be 27, 28, 29 years old. But that is the most frequent number of people who call the show. Yeah. Because they are suffering more than most and it's uh it's a hard time for love. It really is a hard time for love. So um it, it just can be difficult. So we know that to be the case. So um, I'm going to um, put down three cards here about your um, love life or lack thereof and how to turn things around. Okay, I guess the uh, first card I have is a card that says this is not hopeless, but there is some difficulty here with your love life. And it's a card called the Three of Wands, and it, indicates a delay and it indicates a a person who's waiting for his ships to come in in other words he's waiting for the object of his desire to manifest and he's standing on a little hill overlooking a bay of water and it's sunset and it's like almost seems dark on the way but yet the ships have not come in and just at the last moment they do and he's got kind of threadbare clothes and he's been waiting a long time so this tells me that this is not only your Saturn return but this has been you've had some hardship in your love life for for a while. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Have you have you found it difficult to find love or did you have a breakup what happened?
3: Um like usually like me and the guy we would be
1: talking and
3: then like things would just melt away. And so mm-hmm. I don't know,
1: it's just weird yeah well, that's what this card is showing is delay, and things are unsatisfactory and uh, the man is patient, but he's getting a little tired of waiting but they but they mm-hmm. in the end, uh, things do happen, so they choose that there's a possible solution to this. Now, uh, the next card I have is a card that I like to see when I read for a young woman who has a question about her future. This card is called the High Priestess. And the High Priestess is a more middle-aged woman, um, and she is a guide, mentor, leader, helper, and she is a wise woman. And she is ready to help, and she has um, emblems on her that she wears as decorations from a number of different cultures, ancient Egypt, ancient Christianity, Judaism, even Islam, and even kind of a pagan look to her. She has um, uh, thing, pillars that she sits between that um, uh, speak of um, ancient Egypt. They have a uh, kind of decoration at the top, like the Temple of Luxor. Behind her, she has pomegranates and palms, and that so these are all Middle Eastern kind of ideas. But this woman is kindly and is a helper. And she reminds us that, first of all, don't set aside the wisdom of the past. She represents a great deal of past female wisdom. She is a watery lady. She's dressed with, with blue clothes on your Scorpio. So she would be a good guide to you. You might want to connect with someone who might be a helper healer and maybe even a life coach who is themselves a water sign and this woman might be of um a bit exotic but not um you know she's not like um out there, you know what I mean. But she's 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 yeah. a little unusual. Let's just say she's a little unusual. But this woman could be a card reader. She could be a root doctor. She's a helper, and she's she is someone who herself has had children, and she can help you. Uh, it's a good card, and I love to see it when I have a woman ask a young woman ask me for help. Um, it's not my card usually. It's because uh, I'm not a water sign, but it's a good mm-hmm. card of a water sign woman. And uh, the third card tells me that um, you do need to develop your courage and, um, and cleanse yourself and make yourself whole. Um, this does not look so much like a curse, but that you need to really be brave and get your own health together and your own mental and physical self in alignment. The card is called the Ace of Wands. And it shows the hand of God holding a rod upright, and the rod is bursting into new leaf. And the idea is that at any time you can renew yourself, and any um, stick held in God's hand and planted in the ground will put forth root and put forth leaf and will bloom where planted and mm-hmm. so this is to align yourself, have a straight spine, have good um, muscularity, undertake some exercises, and also undertake some mental exercises. This is an uh, AIR card, you know, the uh, you know, earth, air, fire, and water. And AIR stands for mentality as well as mm-hmm. for good health and good uh, measures to keep yourself whole and strong. So what I do see is you're in for a time of some difficulty, 3 years possibly. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's not a, just not a great thing. Let's hope it's 3 months and not 3 years, but there is yeah. some, been some rough time. There's been some rough time, but if you get in hand of a woman counselor, woman guide who will really work with you, and um, perhaps do some spell work for you, and who herself is a water sign and understands your watery nature, that would be good. Mm-hmm. And you will become quite strong and and improve your situation. Also, I do have to say, as a Scorpio, Scorpios are a very sexual sign, and so uh, don't um, don't count that as irrelevant in looking love. In other words, sexuality is very much a part of it for you. Right. Right. All right.
3: It's, it's funny because when you were talking about like
1: the um
3: mental mental stuff and the physical stuff, I am like in therapy now and I do go to the gym like all the time. So I'm trying oh, to good. like
1: yeah. Good. Well, that's exactly balance. what's right. And I, yeah, you know, I I have to say it's it's hard. You know, it's a it's a it's a rough thing to mention on the radio, but there is something therapeutic needed, and I'm glad you mentioned it. That makes me know I was in, focused on the right thing, because that is going to be part of your healing and helping and growth. All right. Well, uh, let's turn this over to Miss Michael. Okay. Thank okay. you. All right, Alicia, while Ms. Cat was uh,
3: explaining her cards for you, I opened my Bible, mm-hmm. and I ended up in the Song of Solomon. I chose the book, but not the verse. Mm-hmm. Song of Solomon 4.7, which says, this is the woman speaking, who's looking for love. The watchmen that went about the city found me. They smote me. They wounded me. The keepers of the walls took away my veil from me. So this is looking back into your past. Troubles with past Mm -hmm. love relationships. Now, you say people just ghosted you. But there's some other stuff going on here where you were treated badly and hurt, and you weren't just imagining it. Okay? Mm -hmm. The cards I pulled are similar. Naturally, you would want to retreat, you would want to hold on to what you've got so nothing more would be taken from you. This is the Four of Pentacles, the Miser King. Sometimes he has the right idea. When there just yeah. aren't very many resources, you got to hold tight. Mm-hmm. But when it's raining soup, you better crawl out from under the bed and, get, and grab a bowl from the kitchen. All right. right. So Four of Cups is the next card. This is Opportunities Offered. And rejected you do have to show some discernment okay some opportunities mm-hmm. should be rejected but don't go overboard you're gonna this is okay. one reason you need to develop your courage the next card is the tower and you haven't mentioned any experiences of that kind but uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all where things fall apart and and you know in the tower card, people are falling off the tower. That's not a good experience. Mm-hmm. But the last card I draw is the world, and the world is your oyster. you got to get ready for it. You need strong hands and a good knife to open an oyster. All right? Yeah. So okay. find your tools and develop your skills. Okay. This is what the delay is for, to build yourself up and get wiser. Right.
1: Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, we're going to uh, turn this over to Kondriban um, uh, Ali. I did want to correct something. Both Nangasheva and Papa Newt and I, the next three of us, heard her say uh, Song of salmon 4-7, but it was 5-7. The watchman that went around the city ah. found me. They smoked me. So just yeah, saying. Um, yeah. So all of us were looking at the wrong verse, but I got it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's turn this over to Ali
2: yeah I think you've gotten some some really great reading here. Part of this is just a timing issue. Um, mm-hmm. being able to just kind of wait out the Saturn return Saturn returns uh, in particular for Scorpios, it generally affects their love life particularly hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so just bear bear that in mind that it it is going to take a little bit, so be patient with that. Um, and Saturn mm-hmm. returns can linger uh, also, that the patterns that are set, in the Saturn return can linger for a while, which is probably why Miss Cat has that three of wands. And 29, you should be out of your Saturn return. But, you know, whatever pattern you set could could delay things. So it's important to use this time to change those patterns. And that's what I always tell clients. The Saturn return is not just give up on life and don't do anything for that period of time. It's about setting the patterns right fixing what's wrong and, 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 and really getting into good habits, which then will continue on throughout your, your life. I mean, what you do in your Saturn return will reverberate for years on end. So what I want you to do is to shift things a little bit energetically here. First, know that you are a, a Scorpio. Scorpios don't go long without love. They're an alluring sign. They're an attractive sign, probably the most uh, sexual of, of of all the zodiac. Uh, competing very heavily with Taurus there. Um, they tend to be uh, desired by most people uh, and and have amazingly mesmerizing eyes. There's always something fascinating about a Scorpio's eyes. Uh, and so use that to your advantage. You develop your abilities to mesmerize and fascinate uh, and to draw people to you and to change things energetically while you wait for that lover of yours. Now, to do that, what I want you to do is get Rue Violet leaves, rosemary, Queen Elizabeth root, rose petals. You're going to brew this into a tea, and you're going to draw yourself a bath. Pour the tea into the bath with some milk and some honey. Swirl your hand around. You could also add a couple drops of bewitching oil Come to me oil and love me oil, and let yourself really soak in this bath. Um, Spend some time, you'll see, you'll feel something shift. You'll feel better. Let yourself soak. Make sure that you take a little bit of this in your hands and your palms and wash your face with it as well, particularly around your eyes, so that we can get those eyes nice and clear and shining and fascinating. Um, and then let yourself air dry. Repeat this bath as as many times as you feel you need to, but at minimum seven. And you can keep going. You can do 21 days. It's up to you, but at minimum seven days. While you are air drying, take a pink candle. Light that pink candle. You can dress it with some oil. Light that pink candle. And by light of that candle, spend some time doing some self-love, all Right? Self-love. You know what I mean when I say self-love, yes?
3: Yes, I do.
2: Good. That's what I'm talking about here. Build up that sexual energy with yourself. You're a Scorpio. Tap into that sex magic. Self-love. And while you are focusing on being absolutely adored and worshipped, that should be the focus. And once you're done, gather a bit of the sexual fluid and add it into a bottle with your favorite perfume, and a couple drops of bewitching oil. Shake that up and spray yourself before you go out with that mixture so that you have your sexual fluids, your favorite perfume, and a little bit of bewitching oil sprayed onto your body. This will shift everything energetically, between the bath and the spray. We're working very heavily here, The candle a little bit, but very heavily here with waters because of uh, of your sign, and to shift mm-hmm. things energetically so that when you go out, not only do you feel different, but the attention that you draw is different. The attention that you bring into your life is different. Once you find a person that you really like, don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to then do root work to keep that person. Go from doing this kind of bewitching work to then doing some stay-with-me work lighting candles on that person, uh, burying the uh, wax at your front door, or getting their used underwear, tying it a knot, doing work to keep them in your life going forward. But for now, start with what I've recommended to shift what's going on in your life, to shift that spiritual energy in your life, and to kind of really help you feel as, as kind of alluring as a Scorpio truly is. Once you feel right, once things mm-hmm. are energetically in the right place, I sense that the pattern will be uh, improved and you'll start to see that people will stick around more, that you'll draw the right kind of attention rather than the short-term form of attention. You just need to kind of shift things, and I think this is what this work uh, offers you. Now, we've got a couple minutes here, so let's see if Miss Kat and uh, Miss Michael have anything further
1: to add. Okay. Well, you. I just... Did- I wanna first of all say that this is a really good idea because it is focused around water and mm-hmm. the lady is a water sign. What do you have to say, to Michael? Huh? We lose Michael? No. No. Oh, I was gonna say what 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 do you have to add to this?
3: I was going to say continue using the bewitching uh oil. As, as you know as you continue into the stay with me and fire of love i love fire of love because it's like you know it's that that 25th anniversary kind of stuff you know we're we're happy together but we need we need our sequins back okay mm-hmm. but keep using the bewitching stuff right along mm. also uh Holtz cologne is nice is a nice warming fragrance and it's it's got some rose and violet scent in it. It's traditionally associated with luck. See if you like it well enough to use it in that perfume mixture that Ali advised. And okay. make two of them, one with your present favorite, and if you like it, one with Hoyt's Cologne.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's a good that's a good idea. And, um, again, I'm going to... Um, uh, put in just a little extra note that comes from that card I had of the high priestess with the pomegranates. Uh, Pomegranates Uh, uh, are in season for a short time every year. But I want you to think about the pomegranate becoming an important um, thing for you. There's a... um, uh, When you can get pomegranates in the fall and the early winter, um, open them up and they have all these little red seeds and they're often used by women in love magic, and I recommend them highly. If you cannot get pomegranates, use pomegranate juice. You might want to, when you're going to take that bath, write with pomegranate juice with your finger in the bathtub before you pour the water in, write, um, all my love, come to me, and then let the bath pour over that and wash that into your bath. Pomegranates, because that's in the high priestess card. Okay, well, we're going to turn this over for our next reading.
0: Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Gurio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at LuckyMojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org, and by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at CrystalSilenceLeague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client is calling in from area code 585 in New York. Uh, this is Jeannie. Jeannie are you there
3: yes i am thank you for taking the call it's so I'm glad
0: to have you now i just wanted to double check did you just post recently into the forum um probably uh,
3: about five so i know it was um,
0: okay all right i wanted to make sure nagashub and i were trying to locate you and i have your information here um have you had any other readings with ms cat or Ali or any other root workers on this situation no i have not Thank you. And she writes, um, Hello, my name is Jeannie, and I am writing in to ask you uh, to take a look at my financial uh, picture and tell me what to go on uh, with it uh, and what can I do to improve it. Turn it back to you, Ms. Kat. Um,
1: well, let's see. I think the first reading is going to go to Ali.
2: Yes, thanks. Uh, if I could just ask a, a, a couple questions uh, before I do your reading here. Yeah. Sure. Uh, first, what sign of the zodiac are you? I'm Gemini. You're a Gemini? Okay. And how long have you been dealing with uh, financial problems? Oh, wow. So long, Quite a long Yeah,
3: a long time.
2: A long time. Are you currently employed?
0: No, I'm not. I'm not actually going to apply for my disability because of some um, health issues. Okay.
2: All right. Well, let's take a look here and see uh, what the cards reveal. And and there is blockage here, and there is some, some issues, but things can improve. The first here is the Queen of Cups. The Queen of Cups shows us a woman who is sitting on the throne, and this is a throne that is right on the beach so that the waters lap at her feet. The tides may come and go, but she is steady and strong. Uh, And her throne is very sturdy, in particular when you compare it to any of the other thrones that we see in the deck. This is a very strong, sturdy throne. Uh, She has in her hand a golden goblet that is enclosed, and she's peering through it uh, to try to see the inner contents of that goblet. And what this reveals to us is that there is a sort of spiritual component here. There's a health component. And all of this works together to really impact the ebb and the flow of your finances. The good news is, is that you have what it takes in order to weather that storm, to weather the changes so that you are on more solid ground. Uh, the Queen of Cups does say that you've got uh, some some power here and that you shouldn't be afraid to tap into that power. You might consider working uh, with another uh, root worker, a female root worker, an older root worker, that can help to assist you with this and can be kind of a counselor to really open up your own abilities and help you with your financial matters. Um, but really, uh, you know, you have you have some skills here, and you can use those skills to turn your situation around. So pay very close attention to the consultation that you'll be getting uh, from Miss Kat. The root work that she gives you, Uh, can really help turn things around. It can be empowering and mostly should be about uh, not just drawing in money but stabilizing those finances exactly. and stabilizing the situation around you because finances will come and go what you really need is is something to kind of to make it more firm uh, and give you more grounding so a lot of work that'll put down roots uh, works that'll bring you stability or wealth stay with me it will be really useful here the four of pentacles is the next Card and this is a card of a miser king, a, a king that has been sort of exiled or lost everything, and now they're clinging, he's clinging to whatever is left coins in his hand, beneath his feet, and on his head. You are very much concerned with your situation, and so long as your finances remain in flux, this will have an effect on the rest of your life. Uh, your finances are going to, to really kind of determine whether you're able to focus on other things or not. So long as it's, it's in flux, that's the only primary concern that you will have. And as a Gemini, once things are thrown off balance, they get really off balance quickly. Both Geminis and Libras kind of suffer from this a little bit, um, is that if one aspect of their life kind of goes out of whack, everything goes out of whack. Um, and it has kind of a reverberating effect and you don't always see that. for example, capricorns are very solid. something can go wrong, but they know exactly where they're headed, they know where they're planning, not so much with a gemini and a, and a Libra. so in this particular instance, your finances are going to matter a lot now, the Miser King also speaks to bureaucracy. This is a monarch of some sort. So disability is something that you're going to have to work some root work on in order to make sure that you uh, get what you need and get the support that you need because right now the Miser King is, a, is a indicative that the systems are not going to be entirely favorable, profitable, or generous towards you. So root work to open up uh, the disability channels, root work to open up, the uh, generosity of, of what you need is very good. Is going to be very important. So any type of kind of favor work or uh, five finger grass work or influencing and sweetening will be very useful. But then the final card that I have here is the Ace of Cups. The Ace of Cups is a card of blessings and abundance. It's a golden goblet that is being held out by the hand of God Himself. And the Holy Dove, uh, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove descends down, and water pours out of the doublet as five rivulets into the water below. So there is an indication that despite the difficulties that you face that you will be successful in the end, that your finances will turn around. The only thing is the Ace of Cups is one is a card in regards to the timing that generally refers to the end or beginning of the year. So this may take a while. It may be up until the end of 2019, the beginnings of 2020 that we start to see things really turn around for you. So be aware of that, that we're still looking at several months of, of kind of dealing with this situation, of dealing with the Miser King, and and kind of trying to get through it to the best of your abilities before you reach that ace of cups success. Now both uh, you're, in your reading, the beginning and the end starts with goblets and cups. Uh, you have the uh, queen of cups in the beginning and you have the ace of cups at the end, indicating that your natural state is one of blessing and fortune, but that what you're currently experiencing, even though it's been happening for a while, is, is a is a pattern that is not normal. That this is part of the spiritual condition that I mentioned earlier, that it's not just a health okay. issue, which it is, but there's also a spiritual underlying spiritual problem your normal state the state of your fate if you will is one in which you should have abundance and you should have financial stability so cleansing work is very important uh, uncrossing work is going to be very important for you to kind of bring you back on track and then work to kind of bring about the generosity of disability services and to stabilize your finances to help turn around this kind of pattern uh, or, or path that you are on right now. This is the reading that I have for you. I'm going to turn this over to Ms. Michael. Thank you. We'll your you. next reading, and then we'll have Ms. Kat give you some root work recommendations. Now, all the best and blessings to you, okay? Thank you.
3: Okay, Ms. Jeannie. Um, yes. I pulled completely different cards, but they, in, ma- in, its major, in their major themes, agree with Ali's reading. I begin with the Eight of Swords, a woman who is blindfolded and her hands are tied. She has she has swords all around her. They're not pointed at her, so nobody's out to get you, but they are fencing her in, so she can't move backward or forward, and because she can't see or use her hands, she can't pull them out of the ground and, and discern which way to go. So that's where you are now. The next card is the Emperor. This is a card of about... It has to do with government, government agencies, and so forth. But this is the emperor on your side. And, you know, Ali pulled the miser king, the four of pentacles, on this part of the situation and and advised how it can be turned around. I see okay. the government turning around in your favor and beginning to treat you right. Um, the next card is the Queen of Swords. I'm not always happy to see this card. But this is, I see, an older woman advisor for you who can work with you and help you cut misfortune out of your life. Um, I often tell people we learn bad habits from bad luck because the, uh, the skill set of surviving bad times is not the same skill set as taking advantage of good times. Good times sorry, are coming, Ali says. So be ready. Um, okay. And the last card, because I pull groups of four, is the high priestess. And this is a magical advisor. So you need someone who will be, I, you know, I do see a female advisor here. Um, someone who will be with you to help you weather good times and, get, and end them and to prepare you for good times. And you might want to, if you haven't already, learn root work yourself. And even if you have learned root work, learn some more. Okay. I looked in my pyrite sphere, which has lots of little sparkly holes all over it, and I saw a robed female figure. There's a third representation of a female helper. Now, do you pray to saints at all? I'm sorry, say that again. Do you pray to any saints? Yeah, oh yes, yes. Okay. Um, For some reason, I want to say Mary. Now, I was not raised Catholic, and that's the one saint that everyone knows. But it goes beyond that. Mary is particularly interested in helping you, the Blessed Virgin. Okay.
1: Okay, that's what I got. Thank you, All right. Um, Okay. Now, it's interesting to me that these readings kind of parallel each other, also that Miss McHale got the high priestess for you, and I got the high priestess for our previous client. That's kind of unusual, and it doesn't happen very often. A uh, high priestess, we almost always will say, does indicate a female helper or advisor, or, as my old teacher, Mrs. Hare, said, you could almost be a card reader yourself. And that's how oh, Ms. Yes. McKell <laughs> interpreted it, <laughs> that you yourself have some talents and gifts. And um, Mrs. Hare always presented this on the basis of the client so now i'm going to ask you a question don't mean to be rude or impolite but i know our last little lady who got the high priestess was 28 so i told her she needs a helper how old are you ma'am i'll be 60 in june well, you can help yourself then, you and see. Exactly. <laughs> I was raised up spiritually, so
3: yes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yes, and you see, that's what Mrs. Hare is reading. Where she says, if it was an older woman, you tell her she can help herself. It's a young woman, you tell her, go out and find someone to help you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. That's good. All right. So I'm going to uh, recommend, since you said that the financial issues have to do with a disability, Um is there any way that you can work around that disability? Because I'm going to tell you, we talked at the beginning of this show about political justice, and one of the biggest political injustices in this society is that those with disabilities are not treated fairly and we don't have a guaranteed income. They let anyone who has a problem just fall to the bottom of the pile and get crushed, you know. Oh, yes, I've seen, I've seen that. I have experienced yeah. that myself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my strength back up because
3: the type of work I do, um, I end up having, um, I'm not going to claim it, but I end up having um getting afflicted with a heart condition and then my
1: legs bother me, my back bothers me. So mm. I can um probably work from at home. I'm looking into it, but there's so many scams out there nowadays. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well, that's good that's a good thing to think about. Working from home. Now don't I'm going to tell you something from experience. Working from home can really work for you. Um, but don't get fed into those uh, those scammer programs where they, you know, multi-level marketing. Be careful, yeah. but there are ways that you can do. You sound like an uh, intelligent, educated, capable woman and, um, and who's had some physical difficulty. Well, we all have physical difficulties, so exactly. be doing the best you can for that heart condition. Be doing the best you can for your physical strength and exercise. Keep that up because that's definitely indicated, but... Let's talk about how you're going to get that other income because I'm going to tell you straight up from what we got in that that lady surrounded by swords, they're not going to let you claim any kind of good uh, life for yourself. They'll keep you just barely a lot. What I say, they give you you know how you give a cat, the worst food you can give a cat is that kibble chow, you know, because cats like to have a real yes. food, right? That's what yeah, they I I call it, human, human chow. They give you a hand out of human chow. Here, mm-hmm. here's your human chow, but you're not going to enjoy your life. you got to, in order to enjoy your life, you have to have the real food, the real um, pleasures, the real art, the real beauty, the real home, all those things that they're not going to give you on disability. So um, I'd like you to to uh, consider very strongly um thinking about the talents and skills that you have had and I know you have some because you sound very, very capable. Um what can you do for the community? What can you do for others? If you It's if funny you, that you would say that because hmm? I
3: um my dream is to um get group homes for the elderly.
1: Well there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. See so you need to hook yourself back in Um, you absolutely know what to do, and I know that you can do it. I could give you a, a, a very simple spell that will help you, but honestly, I think that you know yourself how to do this work. You could, for instance, you might want to put some coins, and I always like to use the Sacagawea gold coins with the with the Native American lady with the baby on her back. They're golden. They're bright brass, really. And they look beautiful. And I put a coin in to a little bowl every day, and I say my prayer. When I get my money, this coin's going to go to those poorer than me. And you can build up a whole bowl of those little things and, and pray over them. This is for I set this mm-hmm. aside for charity. You're ready to pay it forward another way that people work and you can if if you have a job in mind put a piece of paper under that bowl and say the sooner i get my my job working from home the sooner this bowl of coins goes to the poor right or okay. you can also you can also put uh, money in a bible and that's an old fashioned way you write on the corners of the money uh you know uh when i have a job this money goes to the poor. Just write that on each one and put them in the okay. Bible every few pages. I start with Psalms 23, which is partway through the Bible, but that's just how I was taught. And you just keep on putting them in. And when you get, by the time that Bible is filled, you will have some way to work. Reach out. Don't sit at home. Uh, you know, we don't know how long we have to live. And it. you don't want to do anything that's going to bring on premature uh problems. Because you have a heart condition. That's a serious condition. But yeah. on the other hand, you don't want to baby yourself to the point that your muscles become limp and weak and you do nothing. So I want you to think about working for a non-profit organization that, that, and you can find uh, employment working for a non-profit. And don't do that trap that so many fall into. Well, if I earn too much, they'll take me off disability. No, no. There's just that little here moment you want to earn more mm-hmm. you know you do exactly. you've had a job exactly. before you've been pretty good off and you've done well for yourself in the past and this health thing join the crystal Science league have others to pray for you pray I, I know that um i will think of you myself because we all get older and yet we all have skills and talents and you need a place where you can use those skills and talents, but do it in a way that's safe and good for what the amount of bodily strength you have at this time, right? Yes. Yeah, you can do it. You really can. But one of the ways to do it, the most important ways I know, is to pray on it for, offer to help others because that, no. that's what they're going to want. I mean, if you were, maybe, you know, maybe you're a great crocheter or a great knitter and you go on Etsy and you can make a little Etsy shop knitting. You can do whatever you want. You've got all the skills and talents and capabilities. Um, now, we were talking earlier about the new thought movement, and this is the kind of affirmative prayer. Just send out that thing to the world. You know, Lord, I'm ready. I have hands that can can. Hold and do, and I have a mind that can think, and I, I have, I have, a, you know, an active intelligence. Let me find a place for myself. Let me find a place that I can be of help. It will come to you, but you have to offer yourself to the universe. And so, I'm really trying to give you a, um, a, an, an uplift here because I, I can hear it in your voice. It's a great blow to have some, you know, to suffer a loss of your physical strength. It's so difficult because you've been a a a good strong person all your life but yes. then you but you still have so much and so much more experience and so much more knowledge and also you have compassion and you have kindness so mm-hmm. uh, uh there is a way forward whereabouts do you live I live in upstate New York upstate New I'm a, York oh. all right. I'm about
3: 8 hours from New York City in Rochester. All right.
1: All right. Well, Rochester. All right. Now that's a progressive city. That ain't no backwater. Oh, yes. That's a good place. You look up those nonprofits and say, "Here I am. I'm ready to serve. What can okay. what can I do?" You have I know you have things that are going to you can help others, you will be helped. But you have to offer yourself up. And if you meet with rejection, just say in your mind, Cat Ironwood said, "Try again." because you will okay. find it. I can feel it. Don't let them don't let them drive you down to an early grave sitting in a wheelchair, all right? Do your exactly. do your thing. Thank you. Be you, yourself. <laughs> all right. God bless. And talk you. to talk God to bless the you. Blessed Virgin tonight. Yeah. Talk to the okay, Blessed Virgin, says Miss Michael. All right. Well, Thank you. uh now we're going to turn this over to um gee whiz. In come the robotic sounds of our strange combo.
2: The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condrum and Ollie. Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain. Tuesdays, 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse. Fridays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay. Fridays, 6 to 7. All-time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com.
0: And now it's time for our freestyle segment with Miss Michael of HoodooFoundry.com in Willits, California. Take it away, Miss Michael.
3: Okay. Well, uh, we've been talking about social justice all night, so I know y'all are expecting a Balan prayer, but I'm doing a little, well, not bait and switch, but I'm doing a little change up on you, okay? We're going to do, go three-dimensional with our magic tonight. We're going to light, uh, this is the, this is a, uh, a self-empowerment education to empower you for activism and service, okay? Um, and it's, Uh, a candle and shining stones meditation, all right? So you're going to need either a crystal ball or some kind of stone that catches and holds your eye, something polished and shiny. I would probably do this with my black hematite necklace that I call the black pomegranate because that's what it looks like when I cradle it in my hand. You're going to want to light a candle that's orange, purple, and blue. Nobody makes that combo. So get one of those colors and some tissue paper and wrap stripes of the different colors around the candle and tape them in place. Orange on top, purple in the middle, blue on the bottom. Road opening, power, peace. Dress with master root, yarrow, and borage. Althea. And there's any number of oils you could use. Power and tranquility were the first ones that came to mind. Blockbuster's good, World Peace is good, Crucible of Courage. Those are good. Now, you can gaze into the candle flame, or if that's uncomfortable for you, let light flicker onto your crystal ball or your polished stone. And then you recite Philippians 4, 11 through 13, and I'll read it for you. I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. So recite these verses over and over and allow your imagination to open up these verses for you until you can begin to see how they will manifest in your activism and in your daily life. You may have sudden inspiration. I don't have to march in the streets and be beaten by cops. I can call my senators tomorrow. Stuff like that. I can have a nice polite conversation about the other side of this issue that my Trump supporter workmate is always harping about. But don't intellectualize about it. Just let the ideas come. Watch them and feel them. Now, these same materials that we mentioned, uh, the master root, yarrow, forage, althea, and any one or several of these oils can be used to make a mojo bag. Be sure and put your personal concerns in there. Use this scripture as your petition. Use a blue or purple bag and a crown charm. Because you want to claim your royal power and you want everyone
1: to be a king or a queen, wow, all right, I gotta ask the question. I know it was Philippians, but which um verse eleven through thirteen in 11, four. Thir- four. 11 through 13 4 11 through 13 mm-hmm. I was damn close I I, I got mm-hmm. I got Philippians 4:13 i <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm following behind you at at um at that wonderful site um biblegateway.com I just love yes. that <laughs> Blue letter it bible org is another good one yeah, there's Bible, Bible Hub, Bible Gateway. There's a bunch of them, but I I just like them all. They're they're good. All yeah. right, Philippians 4:11 through 13. And now you said something about tissue paper on the candle. I do have to ask yeah. about that. So won't yes. that catch a fire and just make some horrible No flaming? no no, no.
3: you tape it no, you tape it to the outside of the glass. It isn't any more
1: flammable than Oh a, candle it's a glass flammable. candle. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here I was sitting here in my mind with a little six inch candle <laughs> going. Tissue paper? <laughs> no, no, no. Ah uh, glass no. candle. Okay. I, I can white I live in a glass small town candle. and I can't
3: always get the color I want. So I cut tissue mm-hmm. paper to
1: size and tape
3: it to the glass.
1: Ah oh, wow. Now I got it. You're quite crafty. So mm-hmm. the top one is, is orange, you said? Mm-hmm. And then purple. And then, the mi- and then blue. And purple. Okay. And that's wonderful. Okay. What made yeah. you choose those colors? Well, yeah, orange this is a good is for question. road opening. Orange is for road opening. hmm Purple is for mastery. Mm-hmm. And blue is for peace. Yeah. No, that makes uh, sense. yeah. Okay, orange That's opens right. the roads. Got it. That's very neat. Um mm-hmm. purple, you know, for strength and and mastery, mm-hmm. power. Yep. And then blue for peace. Wow. There's a great mm-hmm.
2: combination for this type of work, particularly for for political work, social work. I love the I love the mix of yeah. of orange, blue, and purple here. It's great.
1: Yeah yeah now i'm gonna i'm gonna make one variant on this just because i'm, I'm a variant type of person if you are the kind of per, well you know uh, the variant stanzas society um uh, John Fahey and the variant stanzas was a band i used to love um so, um so we well, you know you, you've heard of John Fahey and the variant stanzas they're yes. great hits Away, ladies the variant stanzas. Oh no, no! That was it. Was just some. I'm just joking. They they, they did a great version oh. of the "Sail Away, Ladies." Um, anyway, uh-huh. um, <laughs> if you'd like to burn candles in a triangle, which is a way that's favored by Mister Young, aka Lewis de Claremont, aka who knows what Godfrey Spencer, that man, whoever he was, was mm-hmm. that week day of the week. Uh, you could take three small candles that were those three colors, and you mm-hmm. could put them in a triangle. Um, and light them in that order: orange, purple, blue. And you would light them one first, then the next one. It, when it's about one third of the way down, you light the next one. When it's about two thirds of the way down, you light the next one. So it's like a sequence. Orange, yeah, purple, I was blue.
3: thinking about working with the colors separately and couldn't quite figure that out. That's elegant.
1: Well, and I, with I'm the, just saying, a shining just one of those, stone in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, and you put your pasta stone in the middle. But I'm just one of those variant of people. Not any better, not any worse, just yeah. more different. And then that also, for me, is useful because when I look at it, if I did three four-inch candles, I'd have that spell done in quick time, and I wouldn't be wandering around, sitting around for five to seven days while that big glass candle burns, but that's just me. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to add. It's a beautiful well, spell.
3: Yeah, you could... You could well, if you have a glass candle burning for five to seven days, you know, you can just wander by with your shining stone and, and do it whenever mm-hmm. you need to. Mm-hmm. Or at a that's set time true. each day. That's true. Or once and let the and let the candle radiate the message. That's true mm. too. That's why people
1: like yeah. those vigil candles. Yeah, we all have mm-hmm. our own ways of working. Well, thank you very much. That's a that's a really great idea and I love the transitional nature of it as it moves from one color to yeah. the next. Yeah. Of course, if you were the kind of person who could uh, make a candle in a tomato soup can, you just pour your own, right? Uh huh. yeah. you gonna you pour the blue first, then the purple, then the orange, and pop about and you'll have there's your candle with the orange on top. And I know that and a few people do know how to if you're crafty enough to if you're crafty enough to recycle candle glasses you can do it that way also. Oh, if you're crafty enough to recycle I know a lady who used to do that. This my kill and, All
3: right. yeah, and, and,
1: and we're getting old and creaky, so we buy yeah, our right, candles. Miss, now. Miss my ke- well, <laughs> now you got to hire some teenage kid to recycle your candles for you. All right, we yeah, to turn this it. over to Papa Newt before we run out of time for him to talk. Mm-hmm. So take it away, Papa Newt.
0: Thank you, Ms. Kat and Kondraman Ali, and thank you, Ms. Michael of com in Willis, California, for being our guest this week. Uh, next week, we will actually be rebroadcasting, but we will return the following week, uh, April 28th, so stay tuned. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rupert Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Period Company in Forestville, California. You can find Ms. Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Kondraman Ali, at the com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Pop New, joining you from Pop in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Block Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive by LuckyMojo.com/radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here, and I invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Chug Band play the Chug Band Bolts. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.
1: Thank you, Good Papa night. Newt. Now, remember, everybody, the Hoodoo Heritage Festival is set for May 11th and 12th. In Forestville, California, it's coming up. Buy your tickets now. We have books that we'll be giving away. We've we've just spent uh, a lot of time finding all the goodies that we're going to be giving away. Did you know you'll get a memo pad if you show up? All right. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Good night.